Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good play by Matthews to get it back. And the Leafs now bring three in. Here's a pass for Bunting. Oh, and UPL at the far post gets over to make the save. And the Leafs look to counter. Well, it was Uka Pekalukanen's regular season debut. That one, at least, a good moment for he, as uh, for him, as the Savers drop this one five to two. But for Lukanen, it's the save of the game. Brought to you by your Upstate Honda dealers. New inventory is arriving daily. We welcome you to the post game show. Five two, Toronto victorious. Let's get to our play of the game now. Buffalo trailing four to one, entering the third period, and well, any thought of a miracle comeback. Gets put away by William Nylander. His second consecutive goal puts Toronto up 5-1. to one. Leafs get the puck. Tavares flips it ahead to Nylander. Here's a race for it. Nylander on the way with the backhand. Scores! <laughs> Nylander picks up his second of the game. Nylander's 10th from Tavares at 10:37. That made a 5-1 Leafs. They go on to win it 5-2. Play of the game brought to you by NOCO, delivering comfort in homes and businesses since 1933. We welcome you here to the postgame. Brian Colziel with you along the Sabres radio network. Final stats. Shots in the third were 14-6 Buffalo, but of course Toronto just kind of playing out the string. Uh, the shots end up 34-23 in favor of the Sabres. Both teams with two power play goals. Buffalo 2-6. of six. Toronto, two of three. Lukanen, in his regular season debut, makes 18 saves on 23 shots. Your final stats brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. All right, let's bring Paul Hamilton in here, get his thoughts here. Paul, pretty much as you said during our first intermission, once Shahan took the hooking penalty, Toronto scored on the power play, and they pretty much were in control throughout. Yeah, it was a totally even game for the first 12.45 of the game. I thought both teams played well. I thought Buffalo was on top of their game. They looked good. They were forechecking. They had a few chances. Uh, Toronto had a few chances. And then Shane took a penalty and unglued, I think, is being nice. They just totally, totally fell apart. I mean, this team is so fragile right now mentally. And... uh, the next thing you know, it's 3 nothing at the end of the first period, and the game's over. And it's as simple as that. And, it, you know, we're seeing it more and more. I mean, somebody might say to us uh, if, we, if we were taking calls, yeah, but the Sabres outshot them 34-23, to 26-12 in the last two periods. Okay. Sabres, 16 of their 34 shots were on the power play. 16. And most of them were not of quality. I mean, they did score a couple of power play goals in the first one. Why? Because somebody finally went to the net. Most of the shots the Sabres took, there was nobody in front of the net. There was no passion. There was no 
They weren't uh, getting people to the net. They made, they made it er- easy on Murray. That was an easy win for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Very easy. I mean, they got up 3 nothing, and, you know, the Sabres seemed to push back a little bit in the second period. Well, it's kind of easy to push back when you're down 3 nothing, and and the other team's like, okay, let's get this in the garage. You know, what, what bar are we going to after the game? You know, are we going to dinner? You know, our wives going, what's happening here? You know, type of thing, because that's the mode Toronto's in by then. So, uh, yeah, it's it was just atrocious uh, from the 12-45 uh, mark on. And do you realize that Toronto, before that last penalty, went two for two on the power play? They scored. They had been on the power play for 34 seconds, and it scored twice. 13 seconds the first power play and 21 seconds on the second. Jeez. Not good. <laughs> Paul, the, uh, this penalty the, killing in this team is horrendous right now. It is some of the worst I have ever seen in the National Hockey League. It is absolutely horrendous. I would agree. 5-2 Toronto. Paul Hamilton with us here on the postgame. Paul, how about Lukanen's night? Uh, what can we make of his first performance of the season? Well, you know, he, he certainly didn't have a lot of help in front of him. I mean, he wasn't inundated with shots, but he was inundated with some good opportunities. Uh, guys wide open, you know, early in the game, the top of the slot. Yarncroft is standing by himself at the top of the slot. Nobody has a clue he's there. They have no idea that he's there. And the pass goes, in, you know, through Yoki Haru's skates all the way to him, and he rips it right away. You know, first goal's tip, so there's not really much he's going to do about that. And... Um, you know, the last one, Nylander's, I'd like, you know, I, Nylander beats Yoki Haru with speed. But, I, you know, I wouldn't mind him making a save there on that breakaway, but he wasn't able to. Um, you know, the shorthanded goal was a 2-1-0, and the net came off as, as uh, Giordano's getting getting set to shoot. And, you know, they wound up with the goal anyway because the puck did cross the goal line, even though the net was off because Tuck ran in and, uh, you know, I, my my first thought as soon as that happened is, well, that that should be a goal. Why isn't that a goal? And it it eventually was. So, uh, eh, you know, he, he was okay. He made some some good saves. He did make a stop on a uh, breakaway. You know, on on a shorthanded breakaway. So made a good save there. But you know, I, I would certainly wouldn't say they lost this game because of goaltending. Yeah, Paul Hamilton here on the post game five two Leafs. Paul, what does Don Granado have to do now? Like, I know a lot of fans instantly, when there's streaks like this, say, oh, you got to start sitting guys down. you got to start changing up lines. Kevin Adams got to make a trade. Like, what, what, what is the realistic move here? Or, or are we at that level where there's a roster move that has to be made? Or what's the more realistic approach, do you think? Well, they made it. They claimed a guy off waivers. And they're hoping he can help them defensively and on their penalty kill. And, you know, maybe, uh, you know, give them a little bit of boost. Maybe they can get something out of them that other teams haven't. But that rarely works. I'm not saying it never works, but it rarely works. This is a guy who was taken 10th overall in the draft here in Buffalo in 2016. Um, but still, uh, has complete, he's small and completely underachieved. I think people in Buffalo know that player for the last 11 years seen a lot of those guys come come through here so uh you know they don granado just all he keeps saying is this is going to work it's 100 percent going to work or the plan will work when you know 
right now you're you're they aren't practicing as hard as they did. So he he got on them the last practice uh, before they left for Toronto because he felt their practice habits were slipping. So they don't play with passion. They get outworked. Their practice habits are slipping. They're fragile. And it's gone on for eight games. Eight games is a long time. It's a, it's enough time to go from sixth in the league to before the game twenty seventh and maybe even further down the down the line now. Uh, so, you know, here we are, approaching Thanksgiving, and looking like that the there is no hope for the playoffs once you roll into December. And that's where this this club is heading. It just doesn't seem Don Granado has answers right now. His answers are just the same. We just keep working. You know that I heard Phil Housley say that we just keep working. That he doesn't know what to do because he so believes in what he's teaching them, and they believed in it for so long, and all of a sudden it's not working, and they've lost their confidence, and nobody knows what to do to get it back. Now, one guy doesn't make or break things here, but it's not helping that their leader has not been there for a bit. You know he. Kyle Oposo is a guy that, you know, he, he gets these guys' attention. And, not and uh, you know, he shows them the way. Now, whether he's been around the locker room, I would imagine he has been. I can't say for sure. I'm not in the locker room. I don't know. But uh, I, I would assume that maybe he has at least been around, but he's not with the team. You know, he's not on the bench. He's not trying to fire these guys up, you know, because he is a – supreme leader and you know it hurts when you don't have your leader now this is the first game that Gergensen's has missed as he's another one of their leader but he's not a leader like a poso who's missed four straight games now and since they claim jost i'm wondering if it's worse than they thought is he going to miss more or is Gergensen's going to miss more or are they just tired of the horrible 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 penalty killing and defense you know that they're giving up pretty much five goals a game in, in this eight-game streak, and it's not all on goaltenders. So, you know, I, I'm just – I don't know. It's just uh, – I, I don't think Don Granado knows right now what to do with this group. All right, Paul. Well, we'll see if they can uh, shake things up on Tuesday in Montreal. That's the next game. Appreciate all your work tonight throughout the evening on pregame, intermissions, and post, and uh, we'll talk to you Tuesday. Okay, sounds good. Okay, great. Paul Hamilton here on the postgame. 5-2 Toronto. Sabres have lost their eighth consecutive game. Time now to get our first response from the fans. Brought to you by Surf Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy. Surf Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy is first and faster to any size disaster. Visit TeamLuzzy.com. A couple of comments in. Sylvain says here uh, to me on Twitter at BrianWGR, looks like fans finally understand that UPL was not the cure. Yeah, I don't think the goaltending has been uh, the, the major issue. It hasn't been great, but it hasn't been the, the reason that they're losing right now. Uh, Buffalo Boy writes in, uh, disaster season at this point. It's over, folks. Eight losses in a row. This is going to go to a double-digit losing streak. All right. You can always send me your thoughts after every game at Brian WGR on Twitter. Don Granado said that Matias Samuelson would not play tonight. Although he was skating regularly this morning in the morning skate uh, with normal pairings. So I guess that's a good sign that we could see him play Tuesday at Montreal. Don Granado's comments brought to you by Salino Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Tempstar Emergency Services. Specialists bringing heat on and off the ice. 
All right, so the Sabres fall here 5-2. to two. We'll get you the three stars now. Matt Murray gets a star, star number three. I didn't think maybe he was going to get one. The Sabres really didn't test him a lot, but nevertheless, he is star number three. John Tavares, three points. Goal to assist, star number two. William Nylander, two goals. He's star number one. We'll make William Nylander the electric player of the game, brought to you by Town BMW for an electrifying performance. Check out Town BMW's lineup of EVs. The attendance... At Scotiabank Arena, 18,845. And Buffalo's next game will be Tuesday at Montreal. We'll have the pregame at 6, puck drop at 7 right here on the Sabres radio network. Finish up here with our injury report brought to you by Lucy and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation. Personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Well, we said it. Tia Samuelson hoping to return. Maybe we'll see Tyler Jost play on Tuesday with the injuries to Zengus Gergensens and Kyle Oposo, both of them out tonight with injury-related scratches. So uh, we'll see if the injury in front can return. Of course, Eric Comrie and goal still out from what the Sabres are saying will miss weeks. So that's the uh, latest we have here on the injury front. With the loss, Buffalo dropped to 7-11. and 11. Uh, They'll remain in seventh place because Ottawa lost earlier today to New Jersey. So Buffalo 7-11, 14 points. The Leafs... Stay in solo second in the Atlantic. They improved to 10-5-4. and four. Good for 25 points. And the Sabres will play Montreal on Tuesday. That's the team that is in sixth in the Atlantic, so an opportunity to start to chip away at the big hole that they put themselves in the standings on Tuesday night. All right, at this time, we're going to say goodbye to all of our local affiliates as well as all of you listening on our flagship on WGR here in Buffalo. I want to thank our crew, TJ Luckman, Frank Akari, Corey Griswold, Evan D. Pasquale, all back in our Amherst studios. Great job, guys. Pat Malacaro on the updates. Paul Hamilton, our reporter. Our game announcers, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray. Our engineer, Tom Maddy. My name is Brian Colesio. Final score, Toronto 5, Buffalo 2. Have a good night. We'll talk to you Tuesday. Sabres and Canadians right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 